The Young and the Monstrous, a story of kids just trying to get out of high school and keep their monsters within. Episode 9, Uncovering Everett. Yep, so you guys are, we hit, um, lunch in school is always way earlier than you fucking ever expect it to be. It's like, when's lunch? Everything in school is earlier than I expected it to be. I still can't, like, I I lived it. I just lived it not that long ago. And when I hear someone tell me that high school starts at seven, I'm just like. That's not a sign. That's, that can't be real. Not a real time. That's crazy. crazy. Uh, Lunch for middle school sixth graders starts at 11, 12. So 12 minutes after 11, that's, that's the very specific. Terrible. That's when it starts. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> it's very early. So the, the latest lunch starts at 12.54. I had lunch at 3 today. And no teachers told me I was a bad boy. And yet, you got. And yet, I, if if only they had. <laughs> <laughs> and yet, somebody was somebody was hankering for a spanker. In. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you naughty devil. Uh, yeah. So, my God, thank God Eduardo isn't here. <laughs> oh yeah, Eduardo would have had a field day with that one. Yeah, he would have been like, <laughs> I burst a blood vessel in my eye. <laughs> yep. <laughs> All right, so I don't remember if we have had a lunchroom scene with you guys before, but um, we've all been to school. What is something about this lunch experience that like the TV show shows us? Well, the volleyball team all eats only with itself. And they Absolutely. have like the best table, of course. And, like, for sure, the most popular kids over there. Yeah, they have a table that's different from even the other tables. Like, it's set yeah. up differently. There's different chairs, and somehow they're able to get there first. Maybe they have they have real cutlery. Too. They have like steak knives. Yeah, <laughs> they have after July first. There's a glass of wine <laughs> yeah. at every at every place on the table. Yes. A goblet. Yeah. <laughs> Jenkins, another round for everyone here. We have to volleyball. Um, <laughs> the Jackie good, Daytona. Yeah, good <laughs> bump. Now, time for me to spike it. Uh, but yeah, so uh, that, but that is something. It seems as though some of the teachers knowing the volleyball kids and how important the volleyball kids are, let them go early. And so then they kind of save those seats for one another. And so they always have this table and the table is just objectively nicer than all of the other tables. It's not even an issue of like, well, it's nicer because we put more importance on it because it's where the, it just straight up fucking is nicer. There's fewer dicks and swastikas drawn on it. Um, it's like, but just like two fewer, not yeah, but they still not have a, a lot. Not, yeah, not a lot. Not fewer. none. Yeah. 
The yeah, regulation well, number of swastikas is still on it's the table. It's a peaceful exactly. amount of swastikas. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> swastikas. Their, their tables are actually arranged in a swastika. <laughs> oh, yeah. At, at UCF, those tables in the library basement, you remember that? Those study tables that were shaped like a swastika? Yep. Uh, but yeah, so the. Um, but yeah, so that's the deal. It's like these tables are just objectively nicer. They are cleaner. That um, maybe they have chairs that are not. Um, it's not benches. It's like individual chairs, so you can kind of sit and space yourselves out as you want. And these kids are able to get there earlier. And so enough of them are able to get there earlier where they can save these seats for other people where it would be a huge to-do for anyone else to sit there. And so it's always like, this is the volleyball table and you're not messing, you're not messing with them. Set bump spike. And I kick the desk. All right. Well, that's one thing. What else do we have? Are these just <clears throat> are these just like lunch details? Yep, these are just details about lunch at Springwood High School. Okay, I got so. Um, I think the tables going off that get filled up real quick, and if there's no room in the cafeteria, you it's like you have to sit the bleachers outside. And if you're really there's no room, then you sit under the bleachers. Or if you're a cool kid like fuck them, you sit under the bleachers. Okay, there. That's what I'm. That's what I'm going to explore. So, uh, yeah, the you've got the and of course it's like a track and then the volleyball net in the middle of this because there's no football or anything. Oh, we've said there's those other sports, but volleyball is like the big thing for this school. But um, you can go and sit on some of the bleachers in the field if you can't get a seat in the cafeteria. And there's lots of kids who don't want that and so that's part of the counterculture is where we don't want a seat in the cafeteria now i will say that this actually let's can we change this up because what that then means is that we're then pulling yeah, it's not a high school direction actually in a yeah okay well no like just then we're not all in the same area so if something happens then it's different places so um, what is that equivalent in the lunchroom? Oh, how about this? The lunchroom also doubles as an auditorium and there are- That's what I was gonna say. That was exactly Perfect. how mine was set up. It's like, so you've got, you've got the lunchroom and then on the far side, it's also got like an auditorium stage. Like it, it's, it serves dual function. Yeah, and so there's kids who have to sit kind of on those on those bleachers. They uh -huh. don't sit really at a table. And there's some kids who like that, but a lot of kids some are kids like are that. like but into that. They like feel it's really cool and rebellious, but like other ones are just like awkward weirdos. And then the real deviant kids who are so awesome, their hot topic safety pins are like super awesome, are under those bleachers. And they're just like they're just waiting for somebody to hit the button to pull them down and just crush them. And that's all they want. Um, they're like, squish me, daddy, squish me. Uh, but yeah, so. All right. So anyway, we got a volleyball table and we got some cool, like rebellious punks under these bleachers. But the ble they're inside. 
but it's like off in the area that's more the auditorium part of the cafeteria. Which, by the way, would fucking suck to have to do any kind of thing where it's like, all right, also, is the kitchen still open? <laughs> I'm going to throw in a thing that Carl and I had in high school. Um, there is a... There is a condiment station in the center of the cafeteria that is these weird udders that you squeeze condiments out of. And so it is like this centralized thing for any kid that wants ketchup or mustard or ranch dressing or anything like that. Um, it's it's in the centralized area. And I'm going to say there's like a similar thing for I'm like milk or something like that. And so rather than the little carton, to ask, are we, is, are we in the era of milk bags here or, or do we have cartons? I think rather than like even that, it's choice. like you guys have you guys have cups. And so you can go and get chocolate milk, regular milk. Uh, you accidentally get ranch like every, every yeah, And then you're like, this is ranch dressing. There's one kid who's like my cholesterol. <laughs> and that kid is me. <laughs> yeah. I remember those I remember those milk bags though those were fucking wild this I have never encountered I know this is a thing in other countries where you drink back milk out of a bag yeah in high school I had like orange juice and milk I think it was like Capri Suns like clear bags of milk and orange juice it was weird <laughs> really we had the carton like the paper cartons but then the condiments were out of a weird udder that you would squeeze. You would like milk it. <laughs> this, this like machine. No? <laughs> Lauren, were, were we the only ones who had this udder? No? Yeah, I had bags and I did not have the udder. <laughs> okay. In fact, there was like a uh, giant tutorial when we transferred over to bags. Like that happened while I was in school. And it we actually had, everyone had to stop class and learn how to drink milk out of a bag. A useful life skill. And that absolute, this, the same exact thing happened to me. Yes, I know. Yeah. I know of this. Yes. All right. Well then the fuck that. Then Yeah, there's bags. There's like a, there. everybody's drinking milk out of bags. And also it is the first year that that has These happened. udders are often so I mean, so, I'm going to be befuddled with it no matter what, but I'm glad this yeah. is like the one time I am not sticking out like a sore thumb as I like. Yeah. So this with is, this yeah, this is the first bag. year that that they went from cartons to bags. Um, a thing that I feel would be environmentally worse, but whatever. Um, so they're they, they've everyone's got these weird Capri Sun looking bags and a lot of people are stabbing at them and getting stuff all over and somebody's like, I got milk all over my pants. Damn. Found the bubble, Oops. bro. Yeah. So, anyway. So Lilith and Renato are sitting together. And the two of them had They had Italians at the homecoming. Yeah, we were that was flirting, the flirting and then it like... They did, yes. That's when the episode cut. There were some very flirtatious moments indeed. And so the two of them, we see them again, um, sitting together, sharing a bag of milk. <laughs> um, Just one extra large bag, please. Poor Lilith. Yeah. A bag of milk and a squirt of ranch. <laughs> one bag of milk and one milking of ranch. Um, used to be udders, babe. Don't worry. Yeah, exactly. Don't worry. 
Don't worry, babe. We're going back to our roots. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay. So, so how do I use this again? And Renato is like, oh, like this. But then he clearly is just looking at everyone else do it. And he's like, ah. Uh, and he's like watching them do it as he does it. Lilith like is this, completely clearly. oblivious to that and is just fascinated by Renato being so well, like, versed in human culture. Yeah. And I feel these milk bags are, and I'm sorry if I'm getting these wrong, but they are like Capri Suns. But the material is way... sad Capri Suns that are clear. But they're, the material is weirdly clear. But it's clear. thinner than you want it to be. So like yeah. when you're piercing I just know it, that if I look for milk bags on Google, I'm not going to find what I... Well, I, I'll find what I want, but I won't find the answer <laughs> to this problem. <laughs> Let me just hop on and I got to go. Game's over. <laughs> but yeah, so you're... Oh, <laughs> you're right. It is like a flat Capri Sun. It's oh, a shit. clear flat Capri Sun. That's exactly what it is. Okay. So, but yeah, so you're fumbling with that, uh, trying to pierce it in the proper spot and also not poke the straw through the other end of the thing. That's and I feel like, and I feel they're very shitty. And like that, that's the issue is it's like, you're trying to poke it just oh, and, and they recently mandated, uh, paper straws, no more plastic straws. Oh yeah. The state mandated this. So, <laughs> so after like, after two tries, the amount of force required to get into this thing is tremendous. So yeah, so we got Lilith and uh, Renato, and they're they're at the table. Renato is you guys are trying to get through this thing, and um, I think there's a few people looking over at you guys like, ooh. So did he pierce the skin? Is that what we're supposed to do? Does it feel good? That's what Lilith, I think, asks. Is that the case? Yeah, thousand percent. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And Renato's like still trying to do it. She says this. He's like, uh, and like for the last time, this paper straw bends the wrong way. It just becomes like useless. And he like he's only just managed to make the tiniest hole. And he's like, we're just gonna have to. And he like looks over at another table, like this like couple like sharing it, like passing it back and forth. He's like. We yeah. can do that. We can do that. They have two straws. They have two straws into the same little bag, and they're drinking it Very like it's a fucking like happy, happy days. Sad yeah. milk Capri Sun. Mm. Yeah, so you just have a bag with a hole in it. <laughs> he just hands it to you. He's like, "We did it. <laughs> You're so oh. strong." And it's and it's milk, so it's disgusting. <laughs> Ugh. I hate it. This is a very traumatic episode all of a sudden. I fucking hate the idea of drinking milk. It's gross. <laughs> um, <laughs> anyhow. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so you two are doing that in a few... Oh, I think somebody... You know what? Somebody slides over... Somebody slides over um, a new sack of milk. And uh, and two straws, and is like, why don't you two take a little? Of why don't you two both take a sip out of that? Okay. <laughs> Still oblivious. Yeah, Renato is equally like, yes, sir. Okay. <laughs> yes, sir. You salute. <laughs> He's like, you got it, buddy. 
Um, all right. Well, I think that um, Jalah Jacaster or Alad Jacaster, that's that's the name. Alad. Alad Jacaster. That name has changed so much over the course of our pronunciation of it. I'm pretty Alad. sure it was Alad 45 minutes ago. It was Alad think- when we... When I introduced that character and Ed- Eduardo said Alad with a D at the I, end. And so I'm like, it's probably was... better that it be that than the name for God in Arabic. Alad is probably better. This is my brother, was... Yahweh Williams. I was going to say, uh, I think Eduardo uh, might have been messing with you because I think every every um, name he did, he, he did a little, his little spin on it, which I love. Yeah, that works. Oh, fuck. Was he just teasing me? Let's you never know. know. It's Eduardo. He's like, all right, all, like, all, right, all strong. I'm like, oh, yeah. so he says my name. All right. But the, uh, but yeah, Alad is the one who like passes that to you guys and is like, is like here, maybe the two of you guys should try this. And he winks. Okay. <laughs> yeah, sure. Why not? Absolutely. And he says, Awkward teenage you, guys, you guys see you guys see Briffany? Are you talking about Brennifer? That's who I'm talking about. Brennifer <laughs> Briffany. Brennifer Briffany Briffany. I saw her earlier today, but. Half that, bitch's hair, half that bitch's hair fell like right out in her hand. What? I don't know. I'll be like, oh no, that must be a real blow to her self esteem. <laughs> I mean. So Uh-oh. is the self-esteem what blew her hair off? Oof. He'll like shrug and say, like, I've heard of Stranger Things. And he Oof. clearly has not. Oh, um, she... All of a... All of a sudden she... Who's a character that I feel... I have references, but I don't feel like a lot of people would know who would have like a crazy, like, half my hair's out. Like she looks like Skrillex all of a sudden on one side of her head, kind of a deal. Or Two Face. Two Face. Yeah, she's got like a Two Face Skrillex situation on one whole he- side of her head. Or like uh, every Hunger Games knockoff had a female character with like half her head shaved and like the, yes. the come oh, in the other yeah. direction for a while there. Every, mm-hmm. every character in the show, The Expanse, that were some for some reason supposed to take seriously. There you go. I have I have very mixed feelings about The Expanse, but we can talk about that another time. I would love to. After the after the show, baby. It was tough to take. Anyway, seriously, when did that haircut? So, what happened? What did she say? What made that happen? No, middle earlier today, end of second period. In the hallway, her hair fucking falls out in like a huge clump it's crazy i couldn't believe it i'm i think there's something going around because i mean somebody said that mr euripides had this somebody said that mr jira dean jira had this and now all of a sudden she has it and there's these people just losing hey i don't i don't know is is being bald contagious? Like not like being bald, like like old bald, but like 
going like bald, bald, like all of a sudden, like, oh, shit, bald, like, is that contagious? Either that or a curse. I mean, not a curse. What? <sighs> Definitely contagious. <Yeah>. Sure. <laughs> I don't want to talk about, I don't want to talk about that bitch for too long. <laughs> hey. You caught me. I was scratching my butt. Now some people say that I should use some kind of cream or powder to stop that thing being so darn itchy, but honestly, you know, one of the little joys I have in life is scratching my keister. So the idea that I could use some kind of cream that would totally stop it, I just don't know if I'm ready for that. That's why I love Gooch Bees. Gooch Bees is a formulated cream meant to stop most butt itch, but not all butt itch. So you'll be less likely to get caught because you're scratching your butt less often, but, <laughs> see what I did there? But it still allows enough itchiness where every now and again you get a really good scratch going. Plus, Gooch Bees is scented so your hand won't smell like your own asshole. They've got not only traditional, but also menthol, kiwi watermelon, and old shoe leather. For all you hipsters out there. Wink! Just listen to these customer reviews. I used to scratch my butt all the time, but now, only some of the time. Every day that I go without scratching my butt is a day that I didn't want to be alive. Thanks, Goochbees. Now I can scratch and sniff. And now try our newest scent, maple syrup, for when you're hungry for breakfast, but you got an itch for later. Goochbees, because this is America. Have you guys seen Everett? I haven't. I've actually been really worried about him. I haven't seen him at all today, though, and I've never seen him miss class of you. He's been here... No, I've never seen him miss class. It's almost like he's been here as long as you can remember, huh? Oh, for... Of course. I mean, I saw him at the party. And then when Michael and I were dancing, I didn't see him. I thought maybe he was a little bothered or a little upset or a little something. But I haven't seen him since. Renato, have you seen him? And, and Renato, like when you said to him, like he's actually had like his eyes closed. He's sort of like nodding slightly. He's like, and as soon as you said that, he's like, no, uh, no, I haven't. I, uh. Everett, no, haven't seen Everett. Sorry. He's Do like, you need a cup of coffee? I'll get you a cup of coffee. There's coffee here? That'd be, that'd be great. My dad loved. My dad loved coffee. Yeah. All right. Great. Well, enjoy that. Enjoy that high school high school cafeteria coffee. You too. Mm-hmm. Will do. Because I'm. But if you but if you see Everett, uh, let me know. Yeah. So and I think this is when Celine shows up. So Celine, uh, you see these three talking. You got uh, a lot of Jocaster, uh, Lilith, and Renato, and they're they're hanging out. Are you guys hanging out in the cafeteria, under the bleachers, of the thing? Where are we? 
how uncool are we exactly? That's a very good question. And how weird are we? Like, I know we're weird, but. Well, I, yeah, say... that's, that's the thing I was going to say is like, I feel like the people who would hang out under the bleachers wouldn't view themselves as uncool. They'd view themselves as so cool. They hang out under here. Let's have like a normal cafeteria table. That way we can at least see what everything is going on as well. Okay. Sure. Okay, normal cafeteria with like bench seats. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And Celine, here yes. here here's everybody. Well, Celine, have you seen Everett? Oh what? And she was on her way to the to the under the bleachers place. She's like, Oh mm-hmm. oh Lil, yeah, what was that? <laughs> Have you seen Everett? Like oh, we talked about. Um, no, not since that party. Yeah, it's very weird. He um, and she, she knows he's dead. So she, for the the viewers of this TV program, she's like, yeah, he. I always see him haunting this place. <laughs> well, she knows that he's like a ghost. Right. Right. Kind mm-hmm. of a deal. Okay. Um, Austin, I had. In the first episode, I had made mention of how I knew that he was a ghost. Um, because are you still okay with that choice? Yeah. Great. It's like, oh, that'd be yeah. cool if we didn't know that each other knew. That. We don't know that that'd each other cool. know. Yeah, no. So, yeah, I think Celine right. does say, like, he's always haunting this place. Hmm. Right. Haunting. But you still see him all the time, right? Oh, yeah, uh, not, I mean, but not since that party. He did, and then maybe she just uh, was on her way to the bleachers, you know, and then just sits mm-hmm. down at the fourth table at this, or the fourth seat at this table, right? Mm-hmm. So now all four of us are sitting here. Nice. Um, she's like, yeah, it, it was weird. He kind of was there and wasn't. But I... I guess I've seen them do that before, but you know, not Never for a whole weekend. Yeah, that's the weird part. Right. It's one thing to, for him to like dip out on a party, but to miss Actually, class. I didn't think he was allowed to miss classes. Hmm. Exactly. I mean, I with. Like- Oh, yeah, go ahead. I'm going to like, look between the two of you talking about this guy <laughs> who he doesn't know that well. Be like, you know, this sounds pretty strange. Do we, should we check on him? Should we give him, should we check up on him? That's a great idea. Where does he yeah. usually hang out during lunch? The library? Hmm. <laughs> Well, the library now is like fucked up because of the and real fumigate. You're like, yeah. so it can't be there. So where else would he be if he's not in the library? Because that's all messed up. Yeah, and uh, hmm. Yeah, is there like a rule I can make to see if I've like? Do I usually hang out with him or what? What? How do you want to handle this, Austin? Do do you? It's that simple. Um, it didn't seem like you guys like hung out all the time, yeah, but that's how I feel too. Like, like nothing that we had discussed made it seem like you guys were like, we're best buds. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't usually see him during lunch, but I definitely see him in homeroom. Hmm. Well, he wasn't in homeroom today. 
he, I mean, not to, uh, she looks around like not to make any judgments, but he doesn't have a lot of really good friends. Wait, a lot. You, you always talk to him, right? That's right. And a lot who'd kind of like been doing his own thing for a minute is like, like, Oh yeah. Um, well, the <laughs> trying to stab the been, milk. Yeah. had been talking for a little <laughs> while. No. Oh, talking, huh? Yeah. Uh, no, no. Didn't you guys go to that party together? Yeah, but we were just friends. Right. But did you did you see him leave? Um yeah, sure. Yeah, he he had to leave. He had to do his own thing. It was fine. But he didn't say what or anything? No, he had he had um I think he had stuff to do. Uh, and he had, and he had to go. Hmm. That seems weird. He seems like, and we're not safe for the say like uh, it sounds like you're the last person to see him. No, I mean, there was a whole party. He was, he was at the party. Uh, we were doing our own thing. I'm sure he had to go do something of his own. Um, no. Well, I think we should try and look for him. It's better sure. than sitting around here and stabbing these milk bags. Yeah, these old milk bags. Unless you two want some more milk bags to stab, am I right? I already promised I'd get him a coffee on the way out. So let's go on an adventure. All right. Uh, well, guys, I mean, if you find out what happened, let me know. I don't care. He's... Sure, doing his own thing. It's not a big deal. So, but uh, Renato, if you figure it out, why don't you let me know? So I'm trying. I'm looking through the rules right now. In other, in for instance, Apocalypse World games, there's a move for us. Like, I want something from you. Here's how I get it. Right? It would be. It seems like. Go on. Good. Oh, there's um. What the hell is it called? Hey, you want a string on them? That, that getting that impression so it's like i have to do a move that gives me a string on them and then i use that string right yes to make them do what you i want. want you want to turn someone on yeah i was the challenge the year yeah. you're, you're the guy for this then go yeah. to all right so turn someone on like, or shut them down too works but yeah i yeah. think you're in great position I'm, for the first i'm one. in the turn someone on position Who's okay so like um as work we're, we're like sort of at this conversation we're not all be like He'll grab, uh, now his name is Alad. Mm-hmm. Alad. And he'll grab Alad's bicep in the exact way that he'd grabbed his before mm-hmm. and say, He has a terrible, Alad. he has a terrible deficiency. Snap his arm in half. No. Yeah. My bones! Uh, my bones, my uh, bird uh, bones. Oh no. Good God. My bird bones. Yeah. <laughs> he screams. It, it, and he'll he'll grab his bicep in the same way that he'd grabbed Renato's bicep earlier, and he'll say, um, "Alad, you know, um, it'd be really important to all of us, I think, to know where our friend went. You know what that's like to care about someone and hope that they're doing okay, right?" And he'll try and like turn him on. Ooh, 
Go for it. So roll with hot. Yeah. 2d6, right? Yep, 2d6 plus your hot score. Uh, 9 plus 1. Not bad. Not bad. Literally Not bad. the best you can get. All right, All so right. on a 10, gain a string, and they choose a reaction from below. Huh. Mm -hmm. Oh, I see. So I gain a string them, and they do one of these for me. Mm -hmm. So it's, I give myself to you, I promise something I think you want, or I get embarrassed and act awkward. Yeah, so mark down that Renato has a string on a lod. Got it, okay. All right, and then they choose, uh, and they choose a reaction from below. I think he'll just tell you, like, he, you know, it's not, what he was doing wasn't important. Here, why don't you and I, and he gets up and like starts walking with you. If you're kind of starting to get up and leave and is like, you know, Everett and I, we, we came and it was it, to the to the party and it was fun. Um, but he was just getting real kind of clingy. And that was something and I wasn't necessarily ready for that. But he he did a great job of uh, just introducing me to a lot of people. And, you know, now I know who I am and I'll tell you that. Um, even though in the middle of that party, he just vanished. Like, I'm you mean like still... he went to the bathroom, he went home? No, he just gone. I was looking one way, then next second, he was gone. But it was okay. He had kind of slipped off, I'm sure, to do something else. He slipped off, he did whatever he did, he disappeared. And and I'd, I'd say I wash my hands of it, but you know what? I appreciate him uh, helping me to see that I need to uh, need to get out there. So, Renato, where are we going? Well, to Everett, ideally. Oh, I guess we can, I guess we can look for him if you want, but okay. Why don't we start at his locker? Oh, Lilith, hello. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, his locker. Sure. As Lilith, uh, like, puts her arm around Renato and says, yeah, why don't we start there? Oh, or not, I will like nod, like with a big open oh, smile. Uh, like, That's hold a on, good idea. Lilith. Are you shutting this bitch down? I am. Okay, there we go. The chef's kiss from David. All right, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Never get finally get into yeah, the cattiness so you're, at so last. You're shutting this, sure, you're shutting this guy down as he's uh, he's asking Renata, "Where are we going?" Yeah, go for it. Uh -huh. So on a shut I down, rolled you a cold. ten. I have a negative one, so it's a nine. Even with a nine on a seven to nine. Um, choose from below, but you come across poorly and they give you a condition in return. Oh my God. All the fucking conditions in this game. So they lose a string on you. I don't think they have any, uh, okay. you gain one on them. They gain a condition or you take one forward. 
I know. You're like, hold on. Where's my hold legal on. pad? Right down who, has, who has what fucking conditions on other people? Got it. And and I get a condition. So on a seven and nine, so th they give you a condition. So you're going to get a condition, but right. you can. Um, give them a condition or take one forward going forward on them. Take one forward. Or just or take one forward. I guess it's just in general. It's not even on them. It's just in yeah. going forward, you're like, oh, I feel better. I feel better about myself. Mm -hmm. Take one forward. I don't think you... Oh, you can oh, also gain... You can also gain a string on them. Sorry. That, yes. Okay. So that's another option as well. Yeah, no, I thought I thought that was like an ant, like a width. So yeah, I'll take the string. Okay. Yes. So, yeah, I feel so the string is usually the best one if you don't have one. I will one. take yeah. a string, please. Okay. So you gain a string on a lod jacoster. Um, yeah. And so a lot is like, oh, Lilith, you're here. Uh, yeah. So... We're just going to go look at, uh, maybe look for wherever it had been or, you know, whatever. Try to find some stuff. Let's go check out his locker. Oh, you know, that is a good idea. She's always got a lot of good ideas. It's good that we check those out. Right, Renato? Renato, like, with a big, like, grin, be like, yeah, it's a great idea. Great idea, guys. Let's go. All right. Well, I guess the three of us will go check that out. I I think you're miscounting there, buddy. Four. Celine, you're coming, right? Oh yeah. Uh, yeah, that's cool. Sure. Not, hopefully, I'm not making a crowd, right? No. Oh, sure. Are okay. you asking a lot? Are you asking a lot specifically? <laughs> sure. It seems like he's he's the one that's like what. So yeah, she'll say that. Um, I think a lot will try to. Hmm. I think a lot will try to tell you like. Oh, like, also, what which uh. Which condition did Lilith get from that? Yeah, that is a good point. Um, I'm just going to say... Um, I feel like a few are coming to my mind. Like, you could be jealous, you could be clingy, you could be uh, uh, protective. Uh, oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> or like nosy, I have, I, maybe, even? <laughs> I, have, I have terms, but they're like related to movies. Where it was like the um Exorcisty. Yeah, exorcist. <laughs> um can't move my neck uh, like that. Yeah, you turn your head all the way around like an owl. Um, I think it's the kind of thing of um Yeah, clingy. Something okay. like that. Yeah. I, sh I should it's point out also I'm I'm enamored still, I for I just realized. With a lot of who just it, not it's so it's not tied to a cer certain person. I think it was from the party. I'm, I was too uh -huh. enamored with um, 
Well, you were Shimon. Shimon, yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's just in general, anyone could use that theoretically oh, against me. Hmm. You're just as long as you... the next shiny bobble across your path. Right. Look, a shiny locker. Yeah. <laughs> oh, and I and I think, oh, you know what? That's actually exactly what Alad does. Like, looks at you and says, like, like, don't you have to hang out with your Shimonye? And tell Celine that of and like pointing over to Renato, like, hey, don't you have your person that you're into? Get the fuck out of here. Okay, well, maybe take a cold shower. Like Everett's my friend too, but <laughs> wow. Oh, don't be don't be gross. I'm the gross one, sure. Uh well, I guess if I'm not wanted here. Oh, we're not wanted I here. I want you here. No, but, don't. I mean, no, don't. Come with. No, don't. Definitely don't leave. <laughs> no, don't. No, don't. Ignore Moody Schmoody over there. Come on. Wow. So so sorry about democracy, she says as she walks by him and continues with both of them. Ugh. <laughs> And he's like, and he like looks at you like, come on, man. <laughs> oh, I want fancy crispy baked pork chops like I see on TV. Sorry, dear, but do you think I've got pork chop money? Don't you worry your poor soul. Now there's a better way. With fake and bake, you can give that crispy baked pork chop flavor and texture to just about anything. But I wanted pork chops. With fake and bake, you'll never know the difference. Here, try this. Wow, pork choppy goodness. You must be breaking the bank with these primo chops you're feeding us. You would think so, wouldn't you? But that's actually just plain white bread. (gasps) What? And the one you're eating is your eviction notice. Wow, it's so good. Fake and bake, the flavor you crave for the price that'll make you forget. Now available in chicken and in non-toxic. So you guys head to where you think Everett's locker is. And um, I'm going to add some stuff to this, which is uh, you guys get to a locker. And it's it's got a lock on it. And it's just sitting there. Does anybody know how to break this open? Well, the first thing I will tell you is the lock that is on it does look older than a lot of the other locks. <laughs> like as if this, you use like look a so lock. Yeah, vintage ass. And yeah, I think that's that's a lot. It was like, buy his own like lock? Oh, yeah, I would think a lot is like, oh, he always had kind of like a cool style, like that went really well with certain, um, you know, I think Renato, I think like some of the style that you have would kind of maybe go well with some of this stuff that like Everett had, you know, kind of, are you familiar with like, kind of like a vintage chic look? And Renato will enthusiastically nod, but there's just nothing in his eyes as far as recognition goes. It's like, that, and absolutely. That is- and that is the sexiest thing anyone can see is just a blank that they can transport themselves onto. <laughs> and so he's like, oh, exactly. Yeah. 
-hmm. Yes. I haven't seen a lock like this in years. I mean, ever. What? Ronaldo's like Ronaldo's looks at it. He doesn't touch it or anything. It's just like he's just clearly waiting for someone else to do it because he has no idea what he's looking at. Uh, well, um, and I think Celine maybe you know the reveal that she's in, you know just looking at her and she's like, well, lo just looking awkward, eyes side to side. Like, well, um, he did let me borrow his notebook once. His combination could be in there. I don't know. I could, let me let me let me check it out. And so All right. I do have his notebook. I don't know if I'm trying to do a move here, but I do I did steal his notebook for some reason. For huh. a sympathetic token, but I don't know if that okay. there's a move related to that. And I'm totally fine with just like, no, these are just his deepest, darkest thoughts. Why would he put his combination in here? Well we can we can we can maybe figure but out I, the deepest I, darkest I do feel it's 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 funny and dramatic that now these people know why do you have his notebook? Oh yeah, either like way suddenly... it works for me. Okay, yeah. So if you're willing to like reveal, like, hey, I have his notebook. Um, yeah, you guys can figure out the the combination where it's like, oh, Celine has his notebook, and maybe especially if she's like, no, this is mine. You're not taking this. Yeah. Run. Oh, for sure she is. Yeah. An yeah. information broker of our school. Yeah. I didn't know you guys were that close. Oh yeah. Like I said, we're we're we've been friends, but yeah, he he lent it to me. Uh, just because he had a, uh, um, some some good poems that he wanted me to read over. I can see that. Does yeah. it have the locker combination in it? Yeah, um, no, does it, it? Does. <laughs> it does. Yes. Oh yeah. That was my favorite yeah. poem, actually. Yeah, the favorite Locker poem. It, it's a haiku, but the haiku <laughs> is haiku. just the number. <laughs> it's five, seven, five. <laughs> That's the locker combination. Um, but yeah, so you're like, five, seven, five. All right, and so it opens, and there's some... Um, in there, interestingly, there are some textbooks textbooks are very old it's like like you look at them and there's a there's a civics textbook and the civics textbook has like clinton on it and it's like the president <laughs> I was gonna say like the ussr wow. that's, that's a little more recent that yeah, old. <laughs> yeah. It, either 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 that or yeah the equivalent of like george hw bush and like yeah yeah, yeah, it's that. You know, it's it's that, and then like, and then the USS. Celine's like, wait, Clinton. I thought she didn't get elected because of those emails. Yeah. <laughs> oh, she didn't and win. Book, what? book talks to you and is like, hi, man. Listen, I'm gonna tell you about emails. Um, emails. I'm interested. Who's a Monica? <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, so there's there's a couple of textbooks that are very old. And um, other other books that aren't like as obvious. They're like, oh, it's a math book. It just looks old. And then if you look into the date of the book, it's very old. And oh, this um, math is outdated. Are these like dusty or have they been used? Um, is there anything behind them when we pull the pull them down? Does this look like a normal locker outside? No, of one one of the down? things is that there is a school newspaper. 
and the school newspaper is like it basically says uh and it's from a decade or more ago if not two and it says um you know um what does it say fuck oh time capsule time capsule to be buried today focusing on all the all the moments to uh to capture our generation generation x mm-hmm. which generation, generation x which yeah. one is it um Are there and, any and, look, and if you look at the new if you look at the the date on the newspaper the school newspaper it is from like 20, 30, 40 years ago, whatever Eduardo had said for time. Are there any photos of any of the students on the paper that we would recognize? There, there are in the newspaper, but not um, but not of people you recognize. Okay. What is he doing oh, with a newspaper that's 20, 30, 40 years old? That, that Miss Doubtfire secretary is in there as a child. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yet still has a raspy voice. You're like youngest secretary of school ever. <laughs> super hot. <laughs> and is played by Harvey Firestein. <laughs> and it's like, and it says, oh my. <laughs> but it's still written as if you hear the voice. You're like, oh, it sounded the same. Starring in Fiddler's Matchmaker, Matchmaker. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, uh, playing uh, at one point, playing the mom in uh, fucking hairspray opposite Christopher Walken as the dad. Anyway, but yeah, so all these, all these artifacts from the past, and then mm-hmm. um, Celine gets immediately very nervous and is like, "Oh, I've exposed this person's secret," and she's like, "Uh, oh, these are obviously. Oh, this must be the wrong." Maybe he was just using these as, um, yeah, no, this is weird. I don't know. Um, ooh, oops, we should probably lock it up. Good idea. Well, Renato will say, whoa, hold on, hold on. Is there anything in here that could tell us, you know, waited last, where he is now? And he doesn't seem too concerned about the fact that there's like old stuff in here. Yeah, Lilith, unfortunately, is also equally nervous, but doesn't really notice that Celine is also nervous and is just looking around going, Okay, there's nothing in here except clear evidence of... Okay. Mm-mm. Not good. So do we just like close it back up real quick? Well, I think that... You can take whatever or get whatever information out from there if you want, but... Yeah, you can just... What's the top thing on the pile? Top like, what's thing the, like, the, the thing on top of, like, if there's a pile of books in there or whatever, like, what's the last thing that was used? Ooh. Don't say dildo. Mm-hmm. It's a dildo. Um, there is a school ID that's up there, and it is kind of dusty. And you, the and last you, thing he used is dusty. 
I mean, all, nothing in here has been. If used anything at all. in here would be dusty, it would be everything would be kind of a little bit dusty. It's got the slats and maybe dust got in there somehow. And the school apparently doesn't clean the shit out between the various years, and it's been apparently a decade or three. But whatever. Uh, but one of the things that you find, I once is, found a, I once found a thirty-year-old beer in a, in a, someone's home, so I can believe it. Hey man, I in their fridge, like in like the the door of the fridge was like, hey, here's the stuff you use all the time. Here's a beer that's been here for thirty years. My grandfather and uh gave me beer that was like nine nine years old one time, and I was like, this tastes bad, Grandpa. Anyway, um, it is a student ID. It is a Springwood ID, and it is for Everett Monroe, and it is his ID. And that is Ed right. Everett's last name, Everett Monroe. And it gives and a date. Out. And it gives a date for it. And Everett should have graduated twenty to thirty Thank years ago. Is that a <laughs> yeah. So it's like, like Yeah. And then you look you look down at the um the newspaper article too and it's like um time capsule to be opened in the like the same 20 or 30 years um and that's like very soon to today it's just like within the same semester that you guys are in right now and it's like um and it just references like the time capsule buried under of course the volleyball court uh, blah, blah, blah. And you guys think to yourselves, like, why we see that volleyball court all the time? It's buried in the sand. Mm-hmm. I assume this is beach volleyball, right? Or is it? It probably wouldn't be beach volleyball, especially in upstate New York. But, <laughs> but I'll, I'll, I'll say that it's, it's under like a floorboard thing. It's not like they have to pry up all of the things. <laughs> yeah, it's a tear, different tear open. Yeah, exactly. It's not like, oh, it's right here under the middle of the basketball court and they have to tear everything up with a jackhammer. There it is. It's like in a thing like nearby. Oh, what what is um a lot thingy during all of this though, real quick? I think or, a lot of like, reaction or Renata's biceps. Yeah. Yeah. Just staring at his ass the whole time. Yeah. And he's just like uh, no, but he like if when people are saying in in the stereotype of a TV show, when people are like reading it out loud, he's like, what? Huh? What? So he's just very confused. And then when it's like, yeah, when I, maybe like if anybody's on the fence, he's like, well, then wouldn't we be digging up? the time capsule this semester maybe we can go talk to miss so-and-so about that exact thing so he's like and then we can find out and then it says like everett monroe and then like this information he's like whoa yeah so he's just as he's just as surprised as you guys are looks yeah. like we've got some digging to do
the young and the monstrous. A Monster Hearts actual play podcast from this American Dice. The young and the monstrous is Carl as Kyle the ghoul, David as Celine the witch, Eduardo as Everett the ghost, Lauren as Lilith the fae, Kate as Emily the mortal, and Austin is your game master. Cover art is by Blair. Monster Hearts is a game by Avery Adler. The Young and the Monstrous airs here on This American Dice every Thursday, so don't forget to check us out each week. Rate, review, like, subscribe. Check out our Facebook group, The Whole Nine Yards, and let us know what you think. Every five-star review on iTunes will read on the air. Our intro and outro music, of course, is Deep State by Vans in Japan. Additional music for this episode includes Skylines by Anno Domini Beats and Inspiring Corporate by Scott Holmes. Additional voices include Blair and Marisa. Now go lumberjacks! By the way, the school where I worked, what was considered a full meal was cheese sticks, marinara sauce, milk. That's a full meal, baby. <laughs> so it was it was pretty gross. <laughs> where it, where it was like, well, the marinara sauce is a fruit, and uh, yeah, that's <laughs> where's the protein? You the cheese have your protein. That's that they would argue the cheese and the milk. Animal it was products. Growth. It's horrendous. So one time these kids got uh they had this option because it was a it was a title one school, so the stuff's all free. So the kids are just like, I don't know, this thing, I guess. If they didn't like what was for lunch, they'd be like, I don't know, I'll try this. And usually the I'll try this answer was always like, kid. You fucked up. Just go with pizza. Like, and so they got a uh, a thing that was like hummus and crackers. And the hummus came in a little can and it looked exactly like a can of cat food. So you like you pull the can off of the thing, like the top thing. And it was just this incredibly solidified thing. And this girl's like, she just looked at me and goes, what is this? And I'm like, oh, it's hummus. And she goes, this is gross. And I was like, it looks pretty bad. <laughs> I'm like, I don't know what to tell you, kid. That looks really gross. You're like, it, it shouldn't be this way, but no. it is. I, yeah, and in my head, I was like, I felt like I had to defend hummus. I was like, I'm yeah. like, it's, it's not normally like this. Everybody, hold <laughs> <Yeah>. on. <laughs> don't, don't look at this. But yeah. Oh, also, kids would uh, take slices of pizza. Kids would take a slice of pizza and then take multiple ketchup packets and frost the pizza with ketchup as if they were like putting frosting on a cake and put that much ketchup on it and it's eat a it. Strudel. Yeah, man, it was yeah. gross. Kids are. Sorry, Lauren. Kids are gross. <laughs> and these kids particularly were like, it's the, the kind of the behavior that it's like <laughs> defender of hummus uh but yeah it like they King of crudités don't forget that yeah. part it's very important <laughs> uh listen kids uh but yeah so they'd be doing that and i'd always be like i'm gonna vomit all over you guys and then there was cheeseburger no, boy i've told you guys about before mind, i also have a teenage son so that's right you do oh that's right he's what 13 or 14 15 he's driving 15 yeah Oh man. Yeah. And I, um for, for you two, I'm I'm not that old. It uh, he's my stepson. <laughs> my husband's that old. 
all of us are old enough to have a trouble in high school. We are all we are all relatively the same age. So all of us could have a 15 year old. In theory, it's possible. Oh, yeah. Um, But yes, disturbing thought. But yeah. Oh, I I do. I have a toddler and a teenager. That's quite spread. Mm. Oh, that reality show. Yeah. Toddlers and teenagers. The, uh, they both smell so bad. <laughs> I had, I was at, <laughs> I was at a work meeting one time and we were talking about like waking up like, oh, I wake up at this time and blah, 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 wakes up at this time. And this person in my family wakes up at this time. And this one woman was like, my son, he doesn't like to get up. And so once he started high school, he had such a hard time getting up because we have to get up at like six in the morning. Okay. And she's like, so I just go in his room and I just yank the covers off of him. And I was like, lady, you got a teenage boy. You are playing Russian roulette, yanking the covers off of this kid. If you enjoyed that, you'd love the City Beautiful coming to the Orlando Fringe Festin' for this January. The City Beautiful is a live band burlesque musical starring Marisa, written by David and researched by Austin. It's a sexy, original musical all about the weird, queer, BIPOC, sometimes somber, but never boring history of Orlando, Florida. Tickets are on sale for January 11th and January 14th. Visit OrlandoFringe.com or find the link in the show notes. Why did they name it Orlando? Orlando.